Hey everyone, you know Brennan and Eric take football very seriously, but there's something we should be taking even more seriously, and that is your mental health. Some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that could be not be further from the truth. With BetterHelp, you have access to over 20,000 licensed therapists. It's not crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional therapy done securely online. One of the biggest advantages of BetterHelp is how quickly you can start talking to a licensed professional. If you have looked for a therapist in the area, you can you know it's, it can even take weeks or even months just to find someone that you're comfortable talking to. With BetterHelp, it can take as little as 48 hours and it is easy to change therapists if needed. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year, so get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash double doing podcast. And we want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. And welcome back to another episode of the Double Doing Podcast. My name is Brendan D. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, Hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. You can also write the podcast and review the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. <coughs> it would also be greatly appreciated. Really, really cool episode coming for you today. I am joined by four-time Super Bowl champion, one of the best linebackers to ever live. Bill Romanowski is with me. Bill, what's going on? Hey, great day to be alive and great to be on the show today. I'm going to steal my opening question from Jim Rome that you did an interview with. I believe it was yesterday a couple days ago. Have you got your workout in today? You're damn right I got my workout in. Uh, you know, working out is part of my daily life. And to me, if I'm breathing, I'm getting a workout in. So, you know, I'm I'm a seven-day-a-week guy. That's what I do day in and day out. So, you know, working out, swimming is a big part of what I do every day. Okay, so it's not often that I get a four-time Super Bowl champion to ask this question to. Um, I was listening to a clip of Devonta Smith saying that playing in the Super Bowl is just like playing in any other game. Kind of hard to believe from NF- from an NFL general fan perspective or anyone that's not played in the NFL. Um, is that statement potentially true, and what was it like playing in your first Super Bowl? Well, I will say this. There's nothing like playing in the Super Bowl. And for 16 years, I chased that high. Um, it, 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 it definitely is not like every other game and, but I'll, I'll share my first experience. Here I am on the sideline. I'm a San Francisco 49er rookie and right in front of me is Billy Joel singing the national anthem and his wife, Christy Brinkley right there. And, and I'm seeing all these movie stars, you know, John Candy. I just go on and on and on. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is unreal. My God, that's Billy Joel right there. So, but once that ball is kicked off and you're out on that field and you're playing football, yes. That part of the game is still the same. That part of the game is still incredible. But I will say this. The hits are just a little bit harder. Everything is a little bit more intense because there's just so much at stake. But I chased that high, and I loved it. And there is not a better feeling on planet Earth than winning a Super Bowl. Was the first, was it the, like, I guess it's kind of hard to dictate which Super Bowl meant the most to you, 
But if you could potentially like dictate it, like does the first one mean the most? Does it does the feeling get any less like exciting as as because you've won four, right? Like there's so many stars that haven't won one, right? Like you're in such yeah. a different position. Well uh, for this question. He, here's here's what it was for me. I I got drafted by the 49ers and won two Super Bowls back to back. And I was like, wow, this is easy. You get drafted and win Super Bowls. But trust me, it's not, it's not like that. that yeah, it's not that easy. I then went on an eight-year dry spell. And when when I got back to the Super Bowl with the Broncos, I realized how hard and how special it really is. That eight years and, like a humbling feeling, right? Like Yeah, and in between there, lost three NFC championship games. So I mean, I was close to going to more Super Bowls and didn't make it. There were a couple of years I didn't make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, I'm back. And the greatest Super Bowl I ever played in, the greatest high in it was because of the things I just said. I realized how special it really was. And we were playing, I was with the Broncos playing the Green Bay Packers, and they were a big favorite in that game. And we ended up uh, beating them. And I just remember, you know, the last play, we had an all-out blitz on. I hit Brett Favre right as he's releasing the ball. John Mobley knocks down the pass. And right there, we are world champions. And I got up and I literally sprinted around the stadium. And I had my helmet in the air and I'm pumping like that. And I'm going nuts for like two to three minutes. And I don't, it, it get, to this day, it still gives me goosebumps. Okay, so one of the teams that you played for was Philadelphia Eagles. You spent two years there. Of course, yeah. in the Super Bowl. I'm an Eagles guy. Been grew up an Eagles fan my entire life. Double going podcast. You could probably put the two and two together. Um, what was your time like in Philly? I loved Philly. You know, my you know, my first coach was Rich Kotite. Uh, my first defensive my court my defensive coordinator there was Bud Carson. Uh, I tell you what. I literally, I went from the 49ers that was kind of the echelon of NFL football teams. And from there to Philadelphia, it's almost like I went from the absolute best organization to one of the worst. But what made Philly special was its fans. And I had a lot of great teammates. And I love my coaches. I love playing football there. Uh, Ray Rhodes came in the next year. The coaching staff got fired after my first year. Ray Rhodes came in. I knew him from the 49ers. And we ended up going two rounds into the playoffs and got beat by the Cowboys. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Great memories. Great highs, great lows. Philadelphia was awesome. 
our fans were awesome. Mm. And those were two phenomenal years I had in the NFL. So when in between your first and second year, is that when Jeffrey Lurie took over the organization? It was. So he he yep. changed. He's like you said from one of the worst organizations. You're 100 percent right. Philadelphia was not an or, like a, a top echelon organization. I I give Jeffrey Lurie so much credit for what he's done from buying that team into to the way that it's kind of gone now because they've they've made the most NFC championships since the 2000s. I think you were there just before the 2000s started. Um, yep. Like ownership, in my opinion, means so much. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Jeffrey Lurie is. Now, one of the best owners in football. Yeah. You can pretty much say that. And he's proven it. He's proven it with wins. Mm -hmm. He's proven it with a new stadium. He's proven it with, you know, winning a Super Bowl and potentially on his way to winning another Super Bowl. So hats off to Jeffrey Lawyer, Lori. Um, I really enjoyed him. You know, the times that I was around him, uh, you know, one of the things he did when he came in, he brought in a yoga person. And, yeah, and I worked with that person every day, Baron Baptiste, and it was phenomenal. And I was lucky, and uh, I enjoyed every bit of it, learned a lot, have a lot of friends still from – from the Philly area. So, like I said, two great years there and wouldn't change it for anything. Let's go to your uh, let's go to the team that you were drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles beat them 31 to 7 in the NFC Championship game. Brock Purdy left the game with a torn UCL after hit by Hassan Reddick. Um, what do you uh, what do you think the 49ers should do at quarterback because they've got some tough decisions to make this offseason. They do. Uh, maybe Jimmy G is the answer to bring him back. Uh, we kind of have a feeling that Trey Lance may not be the what they thought he was going to be. So, Purdy, hey, we don't know about that injury, whether he can come back from that. That is a really serious injury. That's basically the Tommy John injury. And like so. reliving that magic that you just had in that year, like he was. Look, don't want to discredit Brock Purdy. He had a great run, like, but he was the last pick of the draft, right? Like, yeah, it's hard to be the last. He was Mister Irrelevant, exactly. Yeah, to come back. And like right now, he is Mister Irrelevant. Yeah. He was very relevant for a while during the season, mm -hmm. and it was quite a story. But as you see. What what makes the NFL so special and so devastating at the same time is any given play, any moment, your career can be over, and this potentially could cause him his career. Okay, so I was watching last night the ESPN 30 for 30 on the 2000s Baltimore Ravens defense. I don't know if you've yeah. uh, got a chance to see that yet. Great. It was a great documentary. Um, learned a lot from it. I want to kind of talk about one quote from that documentary. Trent Dilfer was on stage, and he said that he doesn't respect the new quarterback play, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, because they get hit 
way less than he when he was in the NFL and then when when you were in the NFL and then it's a different game because receivers are aren't are, are rerouted or sorry aren't rerouted like they used to be it's the the whole rule system is different kind of catered to the offense do you buy any of that or do you think that like these quarterbacks Josh Allen Justin Herbert Jalen Hurts Patrick Holmes that you're seeing right now deserve the same amount of respect that the guys that you were playing with like Joe Montana, the Steve Young era, that, that kind of thing. I think these quarterbacks, this new group of quarterback quarterbacks are as sensational as guys I played with. And I played with Steve Young, Joe Montana. I, you know, I, I played with John Elway. I, I played with the greatest. Mm-hmm. Okay. These young quarterbacks are amazing. And, hey, just because you're not necessarily getting hit the same way that you used to get hit uh, back in the day, they're still, they're still getting hit. They're still intense. It's still a violent game at that position. And so I, I really disagree with Trent Dilfer there. That's a breath of fresh air, Bill. Thank you. Because yeah. I, I 100% disagree too. And like guys like you're in your era, they always want to relive that era, right? They always think their era is the best. They always think the guys that they played with were the best. Or the one up against is the best. So it, it, that's, uh, it's, it, I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm very happy that you said that because I do believe that Trent Dilfer was way wrong on those comments. Um, who's the greatest quarterback of all time then? Let me throw the GOAT conversation your way. Tom Brady, and nobody's even close. Yeah, I agree. And I will say this. He he is the last player in the NFL now that I actually played against. And for that... Oh, your last game was against Tom Brady? No. No. He is the only player left. And he's retiring now, but he was the only player left in the league now that I actually played against. Gotcha. So he's the GOAT? He, he like undisputed for you? Nobody even close. You got a good Tom Brady story? You know what? I wish I did, but when, when I played the Patriots, I was, uh, I was in Oakland. He ca- they came out to play us. And it was near the, it was the end of the season. We beat them convincingly. This is when the Patriots uh, were defending world champions, and they were more conventional back then. You know, tight end, fullback, running back, Tom Brady behind center. Um, it was a hard fought game, but we beat them up pretty good. So. Um, I wish I could say I sacked him and grabbed him by the neck and, you know, you know, started a fight with him, but I can't say that. Okay. We're going to transition off the field here. Um, I want to, I got to ask you about the longest yard bill. Um, great movie. Watched it in theater. Still remember watching it in theaters as a kid. Um, Joey Diaz is one of my favorite comedians of all time. Love Joey Diaz. He was on that film as well. Tell me about filming that movie and your experience there. Probably the most fun, other than playing in Super Bowls, that I ever had in my life. And 
from Burt Reynolds to Chris Rock, Adam Sandler. We go on and on. Um, Joey Diaz, as you said, uh, it was every day was fun. Every day was laugh. Every day was like an NFL locker room. And, you know, a group of guys came together and we made a kick-ass film. Oh, yeah, a lot did. of people like it. We, we provided a lot of laughs to a lot of people. And it was incredible. Awesome. Loved every minute of it. And, you know, it just uh, one of the greatest times I ever had in my life. Have you seen the clip of Joey Diaz on his podcast talking about you uh, hitting him on the kickoff? <laughs> Have you seen uh, that? No. No, I did not. You go on YouTube and look it up. Joey Diaz is with Brandon Schaub. There's a story they're telling. Um, I remember listening to it because I, I, I love Joey Diaz. He said that they were doing the – it was a scene. It was a kickoff scene. And yep. you, you had to rock him in this kickoff scene, and you did it twice. And the second time you hit him, Joey's like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, you know, like made him I, sideways or something like that. I was one year out of the NFL – and I, I actually let some people know that I could still rock people. <laughs> so, Bill, you played linebacker at a very high level. You had to cover some of the best tight ends that ever played. You played with one of the best tight ends ever played in Shannon Sharp. How can the Eagles stop Travis Kelsey? Well, to me, if, if it was me, I'd get him at the line of scrimmage. And that's how you, that's how you defeat Travis Kelsey. You know, and I'd be in his ear all game. First play of the game, I would grab him by the throat and I would squeeze it as hard as possible. And probably a little fight would break out and we would exchange blows. And I'd let him know, you're going down. You hear me? It's going to be 60 minutes. And, and I tell you what, Travis, you catch one ball on me, I'll retire. I will give up football right now, and I'm going to rip your heart out and feed it to my mutt. So I'd be in his ear all damn game, but get him at the line of scrimmage. And uh, But the Eagles are not going to do that. They will either cover him with a safety or an inside linebacker, and Travis Kelsey will have a big game. Or what they're going to do is they cover him with a linebacker and a safety. They double-team him. Mm -hmm. That, to me, if you can take him out of the game and rely on everybody else to beat you, I think that's what you got to do. Okay, let's finish it off on this, Bill. Eagles Chiefs, Super Bowl 57. Who's winning and what's the score and who's the MVP? Okay, here's the matchup. The two things, the keys to the game, we just talked about one, stopping Travis Kelsey. The other one on the Eagles side is the Chiefs have got to stop their running game. Yeah. That those are the two those are the two battles. So, I think 3 points. The Eagles are going to win by 3. Let's go. Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP, and the Eagles will be two-time Super Bowl champs, and they will be raising that trophy up when the game is over. And I couldn't be more proud to have been an Eagle. 
I couldn't be more proud for Jeffrey Laurie and think the world of the organization. And I was blessed to pay to play for them. They're all ready to run through a wall for you. I'm pumped. Let's go. Let's Thank go. You. Thanks so much for taking the time. Make sure to check out Rev Social Network. Make sure to follow Bill on all social media platforms. Is there anything else you want to plug in before we go? I'm good. Bill, thanks so much for doing this. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Okay. Take care.